You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast. Ratings agencies, they're always in focus. They're always looking out and seeing how we are uh, planning our lives as South Africans or rather how the government is overseeing what they are charged with overseeing. And the latest from that stable is that Fitch has left us unchanged at below investment grade. I think it's three notches below investment grade. And to help us make sense of this is one of my favorite economists. Uh, that's Chief Economist at Rand Merchant Bank, Azayan Tlanga. Good evening, Azayan. Nice to speak to you uh, as we start off the new year. Uh, Fitch leaving us unchanged, still double B minus three notches below investment grade. Um, what does what does that mean for us? Look, good evening to you and your listeners. Uh, look, it's not an unexpected decision. Obviously, if we look from where we're coming from in relative terms to where we're going, things look slightly, uh, you know, positive in the sense that we have, uh, you know, some reprieve as far as the impact of load sharing is concerned. The business sector has been much more resilient. Uh, even though we still have load sharing, we're still going to have it for some time. Uh, but also, they are starting to, we are starting to see some signs of the beginning stages of resolving the transport and logistics issues, which would uh, be positive for, 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 for economic growth going forward. Uh, which will which will help to to you know to to cushion um, you know the the blow that we have seen on 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 businesses. Azaya, some of these concerns that you mentioned are concerns that we've had persistent since pre-pandemic even um, in the form of things like load shedding. Uh, I, I know that Fitch also highlighted things around needing to stabilize uh, the debt levels in the country, needing to manage the inequality situation in South Africa. The 50 billion rand they expect that Treasury will provide uh, to Transnet in the form of a bailout or financial assistance or whatever you want to call it in this day and age. Um, what do you think is going to be some of the concerns that are going to stick with the ratings agencies as we go into 2024. Do you think elections are another thing that they're going to be looking at? I noted Fitch said something around the fact that they expect the ANC to lose power. Look, uh, elections would would matter in so far as they can influence economic policy. So if the outcomes are such that we have a coalition that might result in unstable economic policy, uh, that will matter for credit rating agencies because ultimately it will have an impact on business confidence and investment prospects of the country. But in themselves, I don't think they, 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 they have a, a big bearing if they don't influence economic policy in a way that makes the country to be a, an uninvestable uh, economy. So these are things that they look at in all countries. It's not unique to us. Elections come and go. So we shouldn't overemphasize uh, the election as something that is going to derail economic prospects for the country. We just need to look at what is the government going to do as far as implementing the reforms that are required to enable the business, uh, you know, business community to invest in the economy and create jobs. Isaiah, speaking of economic prospects, um, growth forecasts are looking quite grim, regardless of which institution you're looking at. Uh, Fitch is no different. I mean, they forecast less than 2% growth for South Africa. Are you seeing a sense in that number? Are you seeing a, a different number from your perspective? Look, I think for everyone that looks at the economy, we end up much close together. Uh, we have about 1.2% expectations for this year. Uh, and that's just a slight improvement from a nearly just 1% last year that we estimate. 
So uh, these economic growth expectations are way too low to one, stabilize debt, two, to reduce unemployment. So it's, it's not enough. We need economic growth of north of 2% on a sustained basis. But in fact, we actually need 3% economic growth to reduce our unemployment rate. So we are still at, a, at, an, at an environment where our economic growth still remain quite limited. Uh, which, which is why we need all these reforms to sort out our energy issues, to sort out our logistics issues, but also some low-hanging fruits that we that we can uh, we can we can benefit from. Sort out uh, safety and security for to boost tourism. Mm, mm. Some easy wins that we really should be taking advantage of. Azaya, how are we stacking up uh, as compared to our emerging market peers? Is South Africa still uh, in a fairly strong position if we have to compare to the likes of Turkey, Brazil, other emerging market uh, regions where we look at things like growth versus inflation versus the unique macro um, or the unique restrictions that uh, p- plague South Africa like load shedding and the things that we've discussed? It really depends on what you look at. If you look from a fiscal perspective, particularly if you look at our debt-to-GDP ratio, we are on the high side, which means on the wrong side of the emerging market pack. We are one of three countries that have a rising debt-to-GDP ratio expectations up to 2028, the other ones being uh, India and China, but they have much better prospects from an economic growth perspective. But if you look in terms of the structure of the economy, our capital markets are deep, our debt structure also uh, is favorable to us because we have mostly our debt that is in local currency which means we have less currency risk as far as our repayment of debt is concerned that helps us quite a lot in relative terms Uh, but then if you look in terms of the micro uh, structure of the economy those sectors that underpin economic growth uh, sectors such as transport and logistics energy uh, water agriculture we tend to uh, you know, to, to struggle a bit. We don't fare as, as, as good, which is where the efforts needs to be, uh, you know, focused on to make sure that the microstructure of the economy is quite supportive, makes the economy quite competitive globally. Azai, if we look at the uh, ratings agency's uh, expectations, I mean, you've touched on a lot of what they would want to see. Do you have any particular thoughts around what they would want to see come out of the uh, budget speech uh, that we're expecting? As as we said earlier, uh, Fitch has already outlined that they expect to see another transnet assistance uh, or bailout, or I don't even know what the terminology is to use but it is a bailout at the end of the day um do you think that we will uh, see something to the tune of uh, assistance for the likes of post bank and uh, wanting to stabilize debt is it going to be pretty much the same story we heard in the midterm budget policy statement and if it is do you think ratings agencies are expecting that or will be disappointed by that look i think if uh, if government comes with the same or a slightly better than what they, uh, you know, outlined in the budget in the MTBPS last year, where you know a fiscal consolidation path with primary surplus uh, expected, I think that will be just sufficient to uh, to ensure that we don't see any reg- negative action from credit rating agencies. But if government comes and say they actually can't implement what they said in the MTBPS and show a deteriorating, uh, you know, expectations of the primary balance. Uh, that might, uh, you know, uh, uh, come with a negative rating action. So essentially, credit rating agencies know exactly what government extension is. Government just needs to follow through and deliver exactly that. 
You say negative ratings uh, extensions, and that concerns me because we're already at double B minus, which is three notches, if I'm not mistaken, below investment grade. Uh, do you foresee us moving in any direction uh, anytime soon? I mean, again, we're assuming uh, a perfect world where we deliver the budget speech that's needed and all things uh, work out. Do you think we could see either, even Moody's, who's got us uh, a little higher than Fitch and S&P, give us a slight improvement in their outlook? At the current moment for this year, we don't see a change. And in fact, if we look beyond this year, where we might see some reprieve from load shedding because of potential uh, fixing of existing power plants and improvement of energy availability factor, which is what uh, you know ESCOM uh, intends to do, we wouldn't see a change. But if uh, you know there is any economic shocks that we can respond properly that end up uh, you know derailing the economic prospects that have been projected so far we might see negative rating action uh, under that scenario. But that's not what we expect for this year. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll see how the uh, budget speech turns out. Obviously, you and I will probably touch base sooner uh, or just before that speech and around that uh, conversation. But thanks so much, Isaiah, for your thoughts. Uh, That's Isaiah Mtlanga, who's the chief economist at Rand Merchant Bank, uh, sharing his thoughts on ratings agencies and how they are currently viewing South Africa and what needs to change. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.